All right, Rad Dads, we're back for another episode. I'm Rob. And I am Sal. Good job. Second time, not on mute. All right, tonight, along with Sal and myself, we are joined by another Rad Dad. We're honored to have the one and only Alec Lace, fellow Jersey guy, author of the upcoming First Class Fatherhood book and host of the First Class Fatherhood podcast. Alec's vision for his podcast is to change the narrative of fatherhood and family life. Alec has interviewed celebrity fathers such as Dean Cain, Deion Sanders, Tony Hawk, and the one and only Tom Brady, just to name a few. He has interviewed more than 250 high-profile fathers, NFL players, celebrities, and servicemen. That is amazing. That is amazing. All right, joining us is first-class father, Alec Glaze. Welcome to the show, Alec. Hey, what's doing, guys? Uh, it's an honor to be here. Thank you for having me on the show. What's going on, Alec? Nice We're- to see you. We're, we're honored to have you on here. So let's get right into it. Uh, how many kids do you have and what are their ages? I've got four kids uh, right now. They are 15, 13, 10, and 6. There's The first two are 15 months apart, so this is the only time of the year where there's it appears to be a two-year gap, but they're, they're only 15 months, so Irish twins to start it off with. <laughs> nice. Alec, I know, I know a bit about you. Uh, I've listened to your podcast, but can you give our listeners a little bit about yourself and your background and what you do? Yeah, basically, um, I, I'm a railroad mechanic by trade and drive Uber part-time uh, as a side hustle. I've done many other little ventures, but I started up this one uh, with the podcast called First Class Fatherhood about three years ago now. And uh, I've had a lot of success with it. Uh, It's got a great response. The message is basically just out there trying to change this narrative about fatherhood and family life, where so many young people uh, view fatherhood and starting a family as something to avoid in life and not something to embrace. So I bring on a lot of heavy hitters. I've been blessed to have a lot of celebrities, a lot of pro athletes, men who have really accomplished a lot of things in their life. And they state and testify that uh, despite all these accomplishments, it's really been through the experience of fatherhood that's given them a true sense of fulfillment in life. And that's the what I'm trying to capture with the show. I agree with you. I can't tell you how many people I've heard and have spoken to that they they harp on, oh my God, I don't know if I'm ready to be a father. Oh my God, I don't know if I'll, I'll be able to afford it. And, and one thing before... When I, when I got married, before we started having kids, I was talking to someone uh, a little older than me, and he, he already had three kids. And he said, one thing you should never do, make it about money. Never, ever make your decision on having kids about money. He says, you, you will always make it work because you have an, a human being with you. You know, you, 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 got, you got to raise it. You got to you know, feed your child and educate your child. He said, never, ever make it about money. I, I like that. I agree with that, too. And if you've ever spoken to somebody who's 60 years, 65 years old that never had any kids, uh, the cost of not having them is a lot greater than the cost is of having them. So I agree with you there. Yes. Hi, Alec, how has becoming a father changed your life? Well, it's changed everything. That's the reason why I'm sitting here talking with you guys. You know, it, it's become such an important part of my life and the experience has been so great. And I think that, you know, hearing these things, I, I think I think our society and culture has made it too. we have we still have the, the bachelor party. Hey, it's your last night of being alive before you go down with the ball and chain. I think these expectations get set so low that when you actually experience it, um, it's like, wow, th- this isn't what people said it was to be. So uh, it's, it's been the greatest thing in my life. And I love, you know, always been there coaching sports with my kids, experiencing, learning new things from them. And I think they've definitely taught me a lot more about myself opened my mind up to a lot of different ideas that I never thought would have been possible for me. And, uh, you know, I, I just, I'm looking forward to the rest of it because I really are just getting going here. So, uh, so far it's, it's really been a blessing in my life. I was working for a contractor when I got engaged and, uh, one of the mechanics, uh, 
he said, came up to me, he congratulated me, and he goes, welcome to the three rings of life. I said, three rings of life? What, what's the three rings of life? He goes, the engagement ring, the wedding ring, and the lifelong suffering. I, I can't, I couldn't agree, I can't agree with him, not at all, because it's, it's just like work. What you put into it is what you get out of it. You put nothing into it. Guess what you're getting out of it? Nothing. Yeah. And, and on that too, I mean, I, I think we have these, I mean, listen, if you're going to be a teacher, you go to school for four years to learn how to do it. If you're going to be a doctor, more schooling, we go to school to learn how to do these things, but we never learn how to be a husband. We never go and learn how to be a father. And it's just something that hits us. And we're expected to just kind of roll with the punches and we don't go into it with any kind of preparation with any kind of plan. So if you don't have a marriage plan, if you don't have a parenting plan, these things are, will quickly fall apart on you. It's just like anything else in life. You gotta, you gotta stay there and you gotta maintain it. Just like with any career, things change every year from what, if you're a mechanic, the cars next year aren't the same as they were last year. So you gotta learn the new upgrades. And it's the same thing with your marriage and the same thing with your parenthood. I agree. You gotta put effort into it or else you'll get nothing out of it. What have you learned from raising your kids? What have they taught you? Well, I think the biggest thing that they taught me is patience. Uh, I think that comes without saying, you know, I was very much more high strung than I am now. And one of the things uh, it, it being disciplined, uh, they've definitely made me more disciplined in life, especially early on uh, with uh, my language. Because like I said, I work on the railroad. I've been doing that for 21 years. And uh, the language on the railroad is, is horrible for, from, from the time you uh, clock in to the time you get out of there. And so I always had that carried that vernacular with me, you know, post work. And so when I first started having kids realizing, hey, I got to start you know, watching how I speak and stuff like that. So just little things like that right from the onset where you start to become more aware of what you're doing, because as the kids start to get older, they start to mimic you. They're watching you. They're taking in everything you're saying. So you start to watch what you're saying and what you're doing. And, and it's it definitely improves you in that way. Yes. Pa patience is the number one response from uh, uh, all the dads that we uh, interview. And uh, I I'm going to have to agree with you with uh, they mimic you and they, they follow everything you do. I stubbed my toe and some choice words came out of my mouth. So the next time my daughter bumped into something or got hurt, guess what came out of her mouth? <laughs> but the, the thing to do is not react because when you react, they see they got your attention and, and they think, you know, they say, oh my God, mom and dad laughed. I should say it again. So we, we've agreed that you, we cannot, if they do say something bad, we can't react and just say, hey, look, you know, none of that. Yeah, well said. So Alec, I want to circle back to, you were talking about a parenting plan. Do you guys have one and, and how'd you come up with it? Yeah, well, basically certain things that we'll always go back to is we'll apply things that we learned from the older ones to the newer ones. Like I said, my oldest is 15. So you go through it once and then you have an opportunity to learn, see what mistakes you made and, and how, where you can improve. And one of the things is, is making sure that we're on the same page where we're not conflicting one another. So we'll always agree that, um, hey, when one of us is, is reprimanding a kid, whether I agree with it or not, either I shut my mouth or I take my wife's uh, side on that because otherwise we're sending mixed signals and they think, oh, we can go to dad and he'll say yes if mom says no. And we didn't want to start those patterns, which we did start with our first one. So that was like one example of like a course correction that we made uh, as we started having kids, you know, uh, future kids down the line. But it's just it's just a matter of re reviewing things at, at the end of the week or at the end of the month. Say, hey, what we get right, what we get wrong, you know, whether it be something with school, friends. Uh, you know, uh, things that we wanted to get done that we didn't do, 
Uh, so it's just a, it's just a matter of communicating with one another and making sure that, you know, if we didn't get something in that we wanted to, that we make sure that next week we get it in there. You know, so we, we try to communicate as much as we can on everything. And I've been wrong many times and, I, and I've been able to see it more now as I, I go with my fourth child uh, than I did in the first one. What is your favorite family tradition that you've kind of established with the kids and, and with your family? Well, I think going on vacation, you know, stuff like that. We, we, we just started doing this camping. This will be our second year doing the camping. I'm not an outdoorsman guy. I'm more of a city guy. So I, I, I've not, never been a hunter, a fisherman or a camper. So I'm trying to get a little bit out of my comfort zone. Uh, my wife's a city girl as well. So uh, we're trying to kind of get out of that um out of our comfort zone and do things that make us a little bit more uncomfortable and experience these things with our kids that we didn't do when we were younger. So uh, that's one that we've started up, but we have our, our you know, my, my wife is Polish. So we have these other traditions that we'll do, uh, especially around Easter time. We do what's called uh, it's, it's called a Płatki. It's like a piece of the host that you break before dinner and then you pass it around and each person says something that they're thankful for. Uh, so, so that's one tradition that we like to do. And then birthdays we'll sing the, the Polish uh, happy birthday is stole lot. Uh, after I, I still don't really have it down pat yet myself. I'm still trying to learn. I still mess it up every birthday, but um, you know, hopefully uh, I'll get it down by the time they're out of the house. So, uh, but we do just things like that. Camping. I've been trying to get my wife to go camping. We actually did one, one with uh, friends of ours. We did 10 camping and my kids had a blast. They can, they keep asking me, Hey, when are we going camping again? I'm going to try and get another one in there. When you go camping, you go tent camping or cabin camping. No, we haven't gotten that deep dish into it yet. No, 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 We're not that brave. We're, we're uh, you know, we're the luxury camping, I guess you would call it. But <laughs> Glamping? We're, we're just, yeah, we're just getting our feet wet. So, uh, you know, made down, down the line, no problem. We'll try it. But so far, even seeing them people, number one issue I have is going to the bathroom. It's like, I want to be in a place where I don't got to, like, you know, leave the facility to go somewhere to go to the bathroom. Like, <laughs> that, I'm not all about that yet, so. <laughs> it's uh, def definitely some good times. What fatherly wisdom have you learned from recording podcasts? Well, a lot. It's been all over the map there. And what one that I usually like to, to drop um, when people ask me that is Kurt Warner, who's been on the podcast uh, several times. And and a lot of the dads, one of the biggest questions that, that we have, no matter what job or profession that you're in, is, is balancing your work-life balance. And a lot of guys struggle with that. And Kurt Warner uh, said that when he was playing in the NFL, he had heard it put to him this way, that balance doesn't always necessarily mean equal. And I think that's where I, too, had gotten uh, a lot of that mixed up early on, too, that balance. It doesn't mean equal, whereas I can't give eight hours every day to my wife, eight hours every day to my kids and eight hours every day to my job. Uh, but it's more about when I am with my wife to be fully there with my wife, when I'm with my kids to be fully there with my kids. And when I'm at the job, be at the job, because I've done that and had that bad habit of being at my job and my mind is at home. What are the kids doing? Does she, is she going to pick them up? Does she need this? And then when I'm home, I'm thinking about things that I forgot to do with the job. What do I got to do tomorrow with the job? And I'm never being present where I actually am. So uh, that was just a great, you know, and, and we do it at all every level. So there's a guy playing, you know, a Super Bowl MVP that's struggling with the same thing I'm doing as a mechanic. So I think no matter what profession you're having, just trying to figure out that work life balance is a lot easier when you realize that you can't give equal time to everybody, but you can give them the same um, dedicated uh, present time when you're with each and every one of them. That's the trick is finding that that balance, that work life balance. That is the trick. But I, I like that. That's that's awesome. 
Who uh, who is your favorite celebrity interview? Yeah, and I get this one quite a bit too. Um, I, I, I see, I've had so many on, and I, I've been very blessed to have so many of them on there. It's hard to pick which one has been a favorite of mine. One of the ones that I, one of the interviews that I always enjoy doing is the the men who serve the country. I have a lot of Navy SEALs on the podcast, uh, a lot of Special Forces guys, and, and a lot Medal of Honor recipients. So those are the ones I usually point to because I'm always kind of enamored by them. I'm not a guy that served. I just admire what they do, their bravery, their courage, the way that they've that they've sacrificed so much of their lives for all of us is always got a special place in my heart. And my favorite one that, that I did was um, there's a book called Fearless. It's about a Navy SEAL Team 6 operator, Adam Brown, who died in action uh, March 17, 2010. And his book was phenomenal because he was a, a recoverer. He struggled with drugs. I'm a recovering alcoholic and addict myself. So the book really spoke to me with some of the stuff he had to overcome. And it was much more than that. Lost his eye, lost one of his hands, uh, didn't lose his hand, but lost the, he had a switch to his non-denominal hand, dominating hand to shoot with. And he still remained to go up the ladder and get into SEAL Team 6. Uh, so I was able to do an interview last year for Memorial Day with his father, Larry Brown. And that's really my favorite one that I've ever done because it was a great interview. He spoke so great about his son and so proud of him. He's also a service member, his dad, and, uh, you know, got emotional during the interview. And I just kind of was just just felt honored that I had the opportunity to speak with a guy that has sacrificed so much for the country. So those are the ones that usually give me pause when I do them. Oh, that's amazing. I believe they, they would give me pause as well. I have a lot of respect for them. And like you said, like I, I didn't serve either, but what they do is amazing. And all you can say is, is thank you for your service and, you know, be enamored with what they had to do and, you know, the difficulties they have to overcome when they come back from serving. We are going to go into the rad dad rapid fire round, uh, Alec. So it's five questions should be relatively easy. Not, not too intrusive. So uh, favorite book, uh, think and grow rich Napoleon Hill. Nice. I like that book. Favorite food. I, I, it's always a toss up here with uh, chicken parm and steak, but I got to go chicken parm here. Uh, favorite sports team. Uh, that's going to be the Cincinnati Bengals or Bungles, however you want to say it. <laughs> got Joe Burrow now. Favorite dad moment. Yeah, that's so, with the four of them. It's so hard to pick. I would have to say that they're, they're births. Each one of their births is, 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 is a great moment for me. Each one of those, uh, you know, having those isolated moments with my wife and seeing them for the first time is something I, I, I always cherish with all of them. Yeah, that's a special moment. Definitely. Favorite family vacation spot. Yeah. Bush Gardens, Virginia, I would have to say. We we're, we're, we just booked that uh, for this summer again. So uh, love doing that with the family. And best dad joke. Yeah, uh, this is I, I don't know if this clarifies as a dad joke, but it, it's one that, that I tell <laughs> my kids that, that I learned from my dad. It's more of like a poem that goes. And, and it was basically my dad told me we were down at the boardwalk back when they had like you had to pay a quarter to go in to use the urinal because people would just go in. This will prevent people from, you know, hanging out in there. So you paid a quarter in the slot to go in there. So he would say it like this. Uh, Here I sit so broken hearted. I paid a nickel to shit, but I only farted. Next next time around, I took a chance. I saved my nickel, but I shit my pants. <laughs> you know, so that's always one that cracked me up as a kid. So I, I've shared that one with, with, with mine and they, they love it, too. So I don't know if it clarifies as a dad joke, but it's one of my favorites. Love it. I laugh every time I hear it. That's awesome. Where can our audience find you? Yeah, I'm pretty much easy to find where I guess they say wherever podcasts can be heard. But if you just put first class fatherhood in that Google machine, it'll show up somewhere where you can listen to it. That's awesome. So last question that we ask all our fathers is if you can impart words of wisdom to other fathers out there, what would it be? I would say take it serious. I mean, this this is something that's serious. 
it's going to be life altering or life changing for you in the best way possible. And you got to communicate with your wife or your spouse or your significant other, other whatever it may be. Um, and, and you got to be watching out for one another, especially early on. I, I know I had uh, the comedian Paul Shear was on the show at one point, and he was saying how him and his wife, they made a list of of things that they really enjoy, like whether it be a certain takeout food or whether it be a massage or whether it be a nails at a certain place, whatever it is for each one of them, they had like this kind of list so that when shit kind of hit the fan really early on, you can go to that list and get something for your significant other to give them that break, you know? So um, I think it's important right in the beginning to, um, to be open to these things that are changing. I, I like the Navy SEALs that I bring on on my show. They all say, uh, you got to get comfortable being uncomfortable and nothing makes you more uncomfortable than being a dad for the first time. So expect it to be uncomfortable, but get comfortable in that uncomfortableness because uh, it's not going to go away and it's going to become it's going to it's going to make you a better person, a better man, a better husband uh, and, and just give you a better life. So just uh, don't don't be afraid of it. Walk right into it and, and embrace it because it's going to be the greatest ride of your life. Take the bull by the horns. That's it. Awesome. Alec, I want to say thank you very much for coming on. Uh, it was an honor. We appreciate we appreciate it. I hope uh, I hope we can uh, hook up again in the future. Maybe do a follow up uh, podcast. But this was uh, tremendous. Thank you very much. Yeah, th thank you guys for having me on. I, I love what you guys are doing with the show. Best of luck to you guys and great message that you're putting out there. Thanks, Alec. Thanks, Alec. We'd like to thank the first class fatherhood, Alec Lace, for coming on the show tonight. And in his honor for his dedication to sobriety, we are going to forego the bourbon tasting and review for this evening. That brings us to our dad lesson. So our dad lesson for tonight is what you, the effort you put into the relationship, whether it's with your significant other, with your partner, with your kids specifically, and especially what you put into it is what you're going to get out of it. So if you put zero effort into anything, any of those relationships, your partner, your significant other, your wife, whatever, your kids, you're getting nothing out of it. You're getting no love, zero. So don't, don't be surprised. Come the holidays or your birthday, you're sitting there by yourself. So put the effort into it. Enjoy the moments now. Be there for your kids, whether it's sports, whether it's teaching them to ride a bike. Be there. Same thing with your significant other, man. Be there. And now a word from our sponsor, Dynamic Wealth Consulting, LLC, where client financial education is the driving force to the realization of goal planning and financial empowerment. Richard Latito and Dynamic Wealth Consulting specialize in developing a financial plan for clients, which includes asset management, insurance review, and estate preservation. The firm assists clients ranging from young goal-oriented professionals, such as you, you, Rob, to retiree and everyone in between. To have a no-obligation conversation with Richard Latito from Dynamic Wealth Consulting, please give him a ring, 201-383-2277, 201-383-2277. And if you don't want to talk to him on the phone, you can shoot him an email. You can reach him at rlotito, L-O-T-I-T-O, at dynamicwealthconsulting.com. That is rlotito at dynamicwealthconsulting.com.
com and tell them Sal and Rob from the Rad Dad Show sent you. If you like what you've heard, please hit the subscribe button, join our Facebook group, follow us on LinkedIn, follow us on, on Instagram. Those are our primary uh, social media outlets. And more recently, you can follow us on, did you say LinkedIn? Yeah, I did, but you can continue it. and, and You can follow us on LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah, we set up our LinkedIn page for Incredit Dads. Our, our main platform is Instagram, but definitely follow us there. We'll be linked posting stuff there periodically. Uh, we're trying to leverage our professional plat- um, network al- along with our personal networks. We feel our message- It's resonating as people, they say, resonating. It is resonating. And I, and I do, you know what? what? One thing I do want to say is I've had multiple people come up to me and thank me for what we're doing. And, you know, just, just saying it, it's great. But, you know, listen, tell your friends. That's how this all works, right? Tell your friends, tell your family. Tell your coworkers. So definitely tell everyone, you know, if, if you enjoy what you're listening to, appreciate it. Hit the subscribe button, join our Facebook group. We're a little silly in there, but still it's good information. Uh, dads are, you know, talking to other dads and it, it's great. Even if, if there's, if there's something that you guys want us to talk about, shoot us a, a DM or, or hit us up on Facebook or any of the social media platforms. We're more than willing to talk about any, any topic. Um, everything that Rob and I have spoken about to date, those are uh, topics that, that both affect Rob and I, those are things that, that we both experience. So if you want to hear something in particular, or if you're going through a tough, uh, time, uh, currently, you know, reach, reach out to us, let us know. We especially would like to say thank you to all the listeners, uh, that your support, that's why uh, your support means everything. That's why Rob and I continue to do this. Uh, keep downloading, keep uh, 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 drop, uh, leaving feedback and giving us five stars. We thank you very much. It does mean a lot to us. And that's why we continue to do this.